You're listening to Force Fed Digital. BXU Heard. This episode of The Bounce Pod is dedicated to Max Andre Francois, better known as T-Bear, the example of one of the very best in this profession. You will be missed. Rest in peace. Hello, partygoers. What's going on? Welcome to the Art of Bounce in conjunction with Force Fed Digital and the United Ronin Networks. I am Ralph Anthony Garcia, also known as R4, the Art of Bounce podcast or Bounce. Let's call it the Bounce Pod for short. The Bounce Pod is a program about the life and times of me and my misadventures in security. And also, I dedicate this podcast to my fellow partners in black, putting up with not only standing on your feet for hours upon hours on end, but also putting up with the most while being paid so little. On this edition of The Bounce Pod, I'm going to take you to the end. That's right, the end of Long Island, past the Hamptons, over to Montauk, to a joint called the Hotel Motel. This balmy yet psychotic schizophrenic warm weather we've been having, while most sip on their pumpkin spice lattes, is a bit of a mind f- if you ask me. Takes me back to a ridiculously hot and humid summer of 2013. Let's not miss this eastbound train. It's the last one of the evening. Put your stuff away, have a seat, and let's listen in. Yep, I said it before. I'm going to say it again. There's a few of you who call yourselves bouncers, security guards, or whatever have you, and don't deserve to because all you do is take advantage You're not doing your job. You're looking for every single way you can to take advantage. You people deserve the worst. All right? Now, I'm hoping karma is whipping your asses, and I'm hoping it gets to the point you take Preparation H for life. You deserve it. Yes, we're going to take it back. Yeah, let's take it back to 2013. Yeah. I think that sounds about right. Go out to Montauk, all the way to the end. What y'all know about the end? Well, if y'all don't know, I'll tell you. Before I divulge, let me just share how I used to be, this is where I mentioned the Admiral again, peace be upon him. I was the Admiral's basic right-hand man, right? Whenever he's not on duty, I'm on duty, running the crew. But then I got sick. I mentioned this before, how I was out of commission for a year. I lost out on a lot in that one year. I lost my apartment. I lost a great amount of money I had saved, being that I had to break up in it in order to live. You know, a lot of sickening situations. And then meanwhile, while I'm sick, these Holes. They just ascending when they shouldn't. They need to be remaining foot soldiers. There's a reason why some motherfuckers deserve to stay where they at. Man, when I got back in 2013, I did a couple gigs for the Admiral, right? But then he turns around and says, look, man, 
I got us a spot at the Hotel Motel over at Montauk, alright? You were supposed to do this last year, but you were out, and unfortunately, you cannot be the leader this time. Somebody else is a leader. And I'm like, alright, who did you make the leader? And sure enough, he made the guy who I thought had my back when I received the last attack that initially made me step down for the moment. I was working the church, and, <laughs> well, I'm not going to say his name, but the one dude was the one that called the ambulance and got me up out of there. I had a kidney stone issue. Forget about it. It was just making me throw up all over the place, bleeding when I do throw up, and it was an issue. Loudmouth. I thought loudmouth had my back, to be honest, right? Loudmouth called the Admiral and said I was sick. I had to leave my job in the middle of my job and um, ended up in the hospital. They saw how deep it was. Emergency surgery. I'll talk more about that later down the line. It's too painful to talk about now. Loudmouth was the one that took over the reins. Great. So when I come back, one would think they'd get back the reins they deserve, but I don't give a f To be honest, I couldn't stand the pressure of being the leader. It got too ridiculous. When you try to tell motherfuckers what the f to do, right? Some of them listen, some of them don't. And then when you tell motherfuckers they gotta go home, you're the villain. Had to deal with that more than I cared to and didn't really want to do it again. So I was glad I was passed over, to be honest. So the Admiral tells me there's a gig at the Hotel Motel in Montauk. I'm like, Montauk? Isn't that the Hamptons? Well, it's past the Hamptons, says Admiral. And I'm like, wow, so is easily gonna be at least a five-hour trip. I was kind of mad because what the hell were we supposed to do? When we're called out to Montauk over at the hotel motel, they had quarters for us. Whenever we worked weekends there, we had beds, we had dressers, the whole shebang. I had my own bed. Everyone on the team had their own bed. There was about five of us working the hotel motel. The Hotel Motel, this is the place a lot of celebrities would choose whenever they'd come to the Hamptons or past the Hamptons. Montauk, what a world this is, huh? Beautiful summer place, so relaxing. Not having to deal with the burden of ambulance sirens or police sirens or backed up trucks or garbage trucks that want to moan down the block or the bums of anarchy revving up their room rooms all over the goddamn block. See, the quiet out here was way too quiet. This is a surfer's dream, may I say, much as I am a fan of beaches. When I had the pleasure of going to the beach, what a beautiful beach it is. Jones Beach, eat your heart out. Rees Beach, eat your heart out. And no, sorry Orchard, sorry Coney Island, step your game up. <laughs> Word. Because, man, the Montauk Beach I was at, 
is one of the cleanest beaches. That water was undefeated. Man, oh man, what a beautiful beach. There was pools in there. If you were down to take a dip in the pool, all you had to do was just go down there, put your stuff in the locker, or don't put it in the locker. Just leave it there. No one's going to touch it. No one's going to bother you. Just take your dip, swim, do your couple laps, get out, go. Perfect place. Luckily for all of us, there was a 7-Eleven over there. Because, man, all right, the pizza shop was official, though. Their slices weren't expensive, you know, at least too expensive. But if you try to eat at their diners or whatever, be expected to pay at least $30. And that's not including the tip. Yeah, Montauk is different. It's different. If you're not out there to take a moment out of your busy life, this place is not for you. You know, this place is strictly for people to relax, people getting their fishing on, their surfing on, going to the lighthouse. Montauk, it takes five hours to get there by train, but I figured out a way after a while how to get out there by bus. Now, this kind of bus line, you would have to go online and set up a seat for yourself the day that you're going out there. And that's what I did. It's a pretty penny to uh, get yourself a reservation on said bus. And I remember it was about $55 or some shit for the regular bus that goes out there. But being bougie as I was, I got on the Ambassador line, which was actually $70, $75. They uh, give you your own seat where you can stretch your legs as far as you give a fuck. This is all first class. They hit you up with a little cup of wine. They give you a remote to a TV. Mmm, yeah, preferred. But after a while, I go back to the regular buses because, you know, being stuck in a bus going all the way to the end of Long Island, I gotta say, it's boring-ass-ish. So what I do on these buses, as soon as I put my stuff away over my seat, close the compartment door, sit on my seat, throw on the AC or whatever, let that shit boom on top of me and just fall right out, man. Fall right out and wake up as we arrive to the streets of Montauk. I didn't mind the Long Island Railroad too much, but once you get used to these buses, there was no way I was going to get on that railroad again. <laughs> expensive. It's what it is, bro. Expensive. Everything is expensive in Montauk. Hotel Motel? Who knows how many they asked for for those rooms? I wasn't going to ask. Thankfully, every time we worked Hotel Motel, they had accommodations for us. Now, I don't know if anyone had to pay for that or they were just being kind. Who knows? I didn't take the reins enough to find out, even though I was supposed to get those reins. This is what happens when you get sick. This is what happens when you die. People pick up and keep it moving past you. That's just the stark reality. And here I am feeling the brunt of that. Yo, you gotta do this. Yo, you gotta do that. Word? Okay. Fine. But y'all know I used to run y'all right? And even when I ran y'all, I never talked to y'all like this. But, you know, it is what it is, right? So I take one of many trips to the 7-Eleven. And I met somebody over there. She was working security. She was this cute white girl. 
She was just the cutest little thing. She was so friendly. Of course I was talking to her, you know? And we shot the sh**, got to know each other a little bit, told her where I was working at. Oh, I know about the hotel motel. I asked her if she ever been there, and she was like, Nah, it gets too crazy sometimes. And yeah, she's right. People don't know how to stop drinking inside the hotel motel. Party place they had inside the hotel motel, it wasn't that big. It was the size of maybe a tenement hallway. Upon coming in past the vestibule, you go through those doors, and the vastness of a tenement hallway is how big it is. You walk in, and you're greeted by the guy who's holding down the door there. You go to the dance floor, and that's all it is. It's just a simple dance floor. A little bit past the dance floor, you get to where the DJ booth is. Next to the DJ booth is where the entrance to the bar is. And then it's followed by the bar. Bar is only but so big. And next to that bar, there's a video game. And of course, when we work the night, it's never on. And then there's an ATM next to that. And then as we walk around the corner here, all you see is the bathrooms, the ways to the bathrooms. And then there's the one back office, right? Where they keep a uh, refrigerator and a second hidden bathroom used by staff only. So uh, the nights will be pretty fun. You know, your usual nights. Kind of reminiscent of the after hours with the crowd as eclectic as it is. Whites, blacks, Hispanics, Asians scattered all about. A lot of them get drunk, uh, sometimes a little bit too drunk. You know, what are you going to do about that? Did I have to get violent? Yes. When dudes get too drunk and get too aggressive and want to speak to females any kind of way, you have to handle that. And yeah, we handle that. We handle that a couple times. But uh, the thing is, this f***ing loudmouth, bro, like, I hated the way he ran the crew. He's no good. He is not the leader type. In fact, he takes advantage. He talks down to his people. Now, he tried it with me. I had to give him the side eye like, bruh, you know better than that. Alright? Because when I was running you, you know I wasn't talking to you the way you talk to the team. Do not think. You're going to talk to me that way. And you could tell the moment I told him that, he felt the way, you know, downgraded. So this is why, y'all, I decided to take the bus instead of the train. All right. I'm going to tell you why. On the way home, lo and behold, the girl I was talking to from 7-Eleven, let's just call her Heaven. So Heaven from 7-Eleven was getting on the same train we were. She lives somewhere in Nassau County, right? That's where she had to go. So here we were, leaving the end of Suffolk County, the very end, Montauk, about to take this five-hour trek back to the city. Now, when I see the girl show up, I'm like, hey, how you doing? And this fat motherfucker snatches her up. Wow, it's you. And pushes her, hey, sit here with me. And I'm looking at this. I'm looking at the girl. I'm looking at dude like, yo, what you doing? Nah, she want to sit here with me. Is that true, I'd ask? The poor thing, she's like... Yeah? It was up to her, really, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna sit here. <sighs> Bruh.
bruh, I just kept it moving. I didn't give a fuck about nobody else. I go to my chair. I made sure no one else was going to sit with me. Nah, I don't need nobody sitting with me, especially right now. <sighs> so I just couldn't care for this anymore. On my way to Montauk, I go to 7-Eleven. The girl, Heaven, sees me coming in. And I didn't really know what to say to her except maybe, hi. So she says hi. I take whatever snacks I came for and my Philly Blunt, whatever the off. Did my little $30, $40 worth of shopping and here comes Heaven behind me talk about I'm so sorry. I'm like, don't be sorry. You did what you had to do, right? I guess you figured loudmouth over there is a lot more attractive than I was. Start of the evening, this f***ing guy can't lead for ish. I had to take over for him because he just wasn't working right. He's screaming at the people. Hey! Get online! Get online! God it! Why won't you listen? Bruh, can you calm that down right now? You sound it off. Cool your f***ing jets, I'm taking over. No, you don't get to take- Yes, I'm gonna take over. It's gotten that bad. Because it's gotten to the point people didn't even want to come into Hotel Motel with his attitude. So when I calmed things down and got the line back moving, people were actually happy again. And Loudmouth was restricted to work the bathrooms. Yeah, bruh. Loudmouth, this is what I have to say to you. You're a little man, bruh. Maybe that's why you have to act like you're such a big man. Because you're really a little boy. He was hoisted out of there real quick. Not replaced by me. He was replaced by someone else. Yeah, man, that's all I got to say about that, man. You know, I got a few stories about the end. This is just one. And I'm truly hoping you're enjoying the show. Because, man, oh man, do I have more to say. Yeah, it was awkward. Constantly seeing heaven at the 7-Eleven. Always apologizing to the point I had to tell her, Okay, honey, save it. Admittedly, you know how to tap that, right? Well, you know, that's another story. Anywho, anyway, I was annoyed as hell simply because I seen better weekends. I just wanted to forget Montauk and the hotel motel like it never happened. That is, until I got called back over there. That was one of the stories of the hotel motel at the end. Hope y'all enjoyed this trip. Please connect with me over at www.solo.to forward slash RGMC2407. Visit my musical YouTube channel, Facebook group, send a Gmail, go to X, IG, or threads with the same handle at RGMC2407. Follow this pod via FourceFed Digital, wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Apple, Amazon, Spotify. Join the United Ronin Networks for special, uncensored versions of the Art of Bounce podcast. The Bounce Pod is also its own YouTube channel if you prefer. Now then, I know I talk all about security, but some security don't deserve any praise whatsoever. So, this is for the angels, not the devils in this profession. 
If you see a bouncer who is actually doing their motherfucking job to the best of their ability, whether it's the front door or the dance floor, show them a little bit of love because they're humbly doing their best with the little bit of money they're making to make sure you and yours feel secure. Be safe.